Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. He's back. He's yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sticks is back. Sticks is back. Hi, guys. There he is. Hi. Hi, Bar. Hi. <laughs> I really did this. Yeah, you did. I really, Come on. I really, came, I really got up at one thirty and came back in. <laughs> oh, What's wrong? I really did it. Yeah. I know, man. Oh. Come on, hey, Bar. Will you get away from this time slot for more than, what, two days, three days? That comeback is hard as hell. Like, getting up. When my alarm went off today, it was like, wait, hold on. I just went to sleep. And, yeah, my mind was cramped. You know, my body was tired. It was fatigued. And I thought I'd have been more rested, which I am rested, and I'm ready to go. But it yeah. just, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Oh, man. This 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 time slot is not for the faint of heart. That's for certain. So there you go. Yeah. We but- give people good content at the wildest ass hour of the day, I think. Uh, outside of Ben, and shouts out to Big Ben, because I don't know how the hell he does his time slot, but our time slot is, is pretty um, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Grinding away. But I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back with you guys. I know I was sitting there saying you guys probably did your best radio while I was out, but it was... You know, it's nice no, to be back. Off. It's it's nice to be back in the fold with with my two my two homies. Fresh off an anniversary. Well, I mean, look at yeah, you celebrating. You celebration. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was a celebration. Yeah, it was, it was nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to pick. Here's what I'm trying to do right now, Lavar. I'm trying to select my bracket. Okay. Because we talked about this yesterday. One year, Jonas talked all this trash. And the dude only filled out half his bracket. It's not so my fault. He became literally the poster child for everyone on social media and in the radio industry to make fun of. Mm. This happened forever. It's not my fault. 
Uh, listen, well, I'm, I'm not going to be held accountable. Uh, there are just some issues with how the brackets are put together online. Like I was talking yesterday, like you know this, like growing up in, in North Hills like we grew up, and, and we used to read uh, the North Hills oh, Daily Bugle. Oh, yeah. And so when LeVar and I would read uh, the North Hills does this, the yeah. Daily Bugle out of North Hills, uh, what we would do is we would just cut out the bracket in the newspaper, and then we would fill it out by hand. So true. sometimes the, the technical side of this is a little bit difficult, but I'm going to be fine. I'm 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 ready to make my selections. I've been letting it sit for a little over 24 hours. I'm ready to make my selections. Then I'm ready to smack some people around who want to get in our bracket challenge pool. I mean, wow. there's that. I mean, there that's, you go. That's yeah. a little vicious. You right? know. We were I mean, we're kind of smacking them around, <laughs> almost as if you're putting their head on top of like a, a baseball tee, like Little League, and you just let the kids come up and whack. Yes. Whack. Yeah. Just like that. Whack. Like yeah. little Timmy's like, Dad, I don't know if I should do it. And you're like, no. <laughs> whack. Yeah. Whack. Wow. Just like LeVar's that. like, go do it, son. Yeah. Go do it. Whack. Yeah. Like, kind of like that? Just I mean, like that. whack is, hits the different tone for me, you know. Yeah. Especially after what you just got done. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Happy whack. anniversary. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't talking about something. Well, a little sexual yeah, healing. Well, one, one actually. <laughs> Baby. Yeah. 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 Whack. How about that? Whack. Hear that octave this early in the morning? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Tilt it. Come on, Var. It's wonderful. Get, I, get back in the swing like of things. The, Ben Harper version of sexual healing. I, I, I've got that version stuck in my head right now. Huh. It's not hell, a good thing. Who the hell is Ben Harper? Yeah, I, I like a Indian yeah. acoustic. Who? He probably knows. No. Yeah, Ben Harper. Ben Harper. No clue. Is that Ron Harper's brother? No. 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 No, no. relation. Okay. He's basically like Jack Johnson. Yeah. Same thing, right? Also, he sucks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. Just like Terry Matthews. Bit. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, like, he literally, those, those guys sit on a beach and just, uh, like, make, make people fall asleep. Like, I drove past Margaritaville. Oh, Speaking you, of sitting on you? the beach and, and ready to die, uh, I mean, oh, whoops. What? Oh, too soon. Is it too soon? Come on. My bad. My bad, Lee. Is it too soon? You did. You drove by Margaritaville? Yeah, I did. You didn't get the itch? Come on. Go I, in there and see what Lee's buzzing about all the time. I did not. Was Todd there? I didn't get out of my car. We were just, we were, you know, driving by every day on our way back and forth to the convention center uh, to what was it? The Mandalay Bay? Yeah. Yeah, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Yeah. Old Mandalay Bay. Yeah. 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 My daughter did really well, too, by the way. Playing volleyball. Yeah, it was good. See, a good, good really few well. days. Penn State basketball looked good. They Penn got State, all the way to yeah. the Big Ten final. I mean, it would have been nice to win it. But, you know, Purdue's a good, good basketball team. We beat them in football. Yeah. Yeah. That's more important anyways. I don't know. It's funny. On our campus... The football team, the football program is revered, and that's what people know, but it's probably like third, fourth best sport. You said university. that before. It is. You've pointed that. Like, you've always talked about wrestling first. Wrestling is probably women's first. Volleyball. Yeah, women's volleyball. And then it's, uh, what's that, what else? Ah, man, it depends on yeah. any given year. Like, it could be our lacrosse team. It could be our girls' soccer team. It could be our, our girls' uh, what um it could be our boys' volleyball team. It could yeah. be our boys' baseball team. Like, ours, all our sports are kind of better. They get better results than our football team does. Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah, there you go. What are you talking about? You had a great year this past year in football. We really did. Only two losses. Only two losses. Yeah, but, they, you know. They, no. And they came to the two best teams, arguably. In that, but in that but think about this. You go to Penn Playoff State teams. to win championships in wrestling.
So it's like like to beat somebody in Penn State wrestling from Ohio State or Michigan is like like you've you've made it in life. Can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Did you go away for your anniversary or for a volleyball tournament? For a volleyball tournament. Oh, wow. I just took okay. off Can, because of my anniversary, and so it gave okay. me a little so bit more time. It was billed as you went away on this majestic vacation to get away yeah. for your anniversary. Yeah. That is how Jonas Knox sold well, it to the masses. I didn't position I, it to anyone that way, so I don't know. But that's, I, I was, that's well, Jonas. Jonas. Well, first of all. I was imagining like you guys on a beach sipping like well, you're Long Island iced teas, but maybe like uh, a, yeah. a daiquiri or two in there. I was trying to envision like a happy place, like Happy Lavar, yeah. like walking around. Like, I didn't drink one Long Island. I just got this wrong. You didn't drink man. any Long Island. You sound like Adam Sandler when you sing, man. It's it's well, so I, good. I, I think that's the whole point. I, I don't know that anyone's trying to. But um, he made an album, and it was successful. Lunch Lady Land is that the name of it? What I don't it? remember it. <laughs> I had it though. Slapper Joe's. Yeah, Slappy Joe's. Slap, Slappy Joe's. Yeah. See, the, the Brady's voice, yes. he undersells his voice. He's got a great voice. It's good. Yeah. It's really oh, good. Both of you guys We're do. Doing this. this is uh, so passive aggressive. No, it's not. If only people do. No, yeah, I was right? being honest. <laughs> I was being honest. That's um, true. I, mean, I just ripped Jack Johnson, that hippie. You're trying to distract from the point that okay. you yeah. sold it to everyone. Right. LeVar yeah. was on this. Yeah. All right, so let, me expl- so let me explain why that was. All right. Yeah. I was gambling on his daughter's volleyball tournament, okay? Mm. And I wanted to ensure that I was going to get the best line possible, so I didn't want to draw enough attention to that tournament going on, so I just kept telling everybody, it's about the anniversary, it's about the anniversary, they've got two yeah. anniversaries. Lee, Lee had an epiphany over the weekend, because he realized LeVar's wedding song is Amber by 311, and then yeah. he thought he'd cracked the case and said, texted me on the side and said, hey, just a thought, is LeVar's uh, 311 Amber song in reference to his anniversary possibly being on March 11th. It's a great pool, but it's 11 is in between. So it was 9 and 12. 9, I got married in, in a church, traditional, and then 12 was the on-the-beach destinational deal. So there you go. Anybody sneak a flask into the church? Uh, I'm... No, I don't know. Yeah. Why does it have to go from like a nice, like hearing about LeVar's <laughs> wedding day to anyway, anyone stick a flask yeah. in there? <laughs> because, because, like, because well, there that were some flask worthy. There were some flask worthy people there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, my yeah. goodness. Hey, listen, not, not everybody, you know, treats it with the proper respect. There's some people who, you know, walk in with some liver lube and then pretend like I'm they're sorry, all about what's what? happening or, there. Or hamsters. Liver lube? Yeah, liver lube. Yeah. You never heard that before? My Old drinking term. Back in the day, you are a funny dude from North Hills High. You know, that's what we talked about the old liver lube. There's all that fun stuff. Now, I had my seven year old and my my oldest daughter, and we were spending a lot of time at, in fact, a whole hell of a lot. In fact, more time than I would have even liked to admit at the convention center. So, there's that. Yeah, yeah, we got after it a little bit though, right? Had fun. Oh. So my boy Boomer, um, what up, Boom? No, no, Grigsby. Oh. Um, line, up, line, you know, linebacker played played for Kansas City, couple other teams in the league, but we we all went out and we went to STK and got how good is STK housed? <laughs> what were you drinking? We got housed. 
So I was drinking a watermelon something spicy jalapeno watermelon type of drink. It wasn't a margarita, but it was along those lines, and it was very good. And and then we started drinking um, espresso shots. So anyways, needless to say, (laughs) by halfway through the dinner – we were because they have a DJ on on Saturdays, so there was DJ in there, and he was playing songs it's, that it's, you it's, sing it's, to. It's, no, it wasn't that. It's, it's, it was uh, it was like songs bang, you knew, bang, like bang, like play Whitney bang, Houston, bang, like dance with somebody. They, dance with yeah, somebody. yeah, like they were all singable <laughs> songs. So we started singing, like we were so we were so fried. We're singing out loud. And we're singing to other people that are in the, and they started singing with us. And before you know it, like think about it, this is STK. It's like the whole entire main dining floor sing. We're all singing. Boomer stood up. He started doing like the magic mic, like hip gyrations. Oh, wow. Why was oh, yeah, it yeah. was going? Tell me more. It, right, it, it was going down, man. Yeah. It it was going down. Was he wearing his Bengals or Jets jersey when he was doing that? Uh, this is not Boomer Asias. Okay. Well, Sorry. we just act like it is for the moment. Ah, well, I mean, I mean, he's my Hall of Fame brother, and so I have to, you know, I have to make sure you guys get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, were the did the espresso shots have booze in them, or was it just uh, espresso shots without booze? No, they were they had booze. Okay. Yeah, we were. Um, listen, fried, fried chicken. <laughs> I'm talking KFC breaded, spicy, original recipe, whatever you want to call it. It was bad. Carnage. Like, it was bad. My uh, and, then, and then we went and gambled. And she is like a very, very good um, slots player. So it was like kind of like that whole deal, we... we we're fried and we're down. Yeah, we we were down in there. So I go to the blackjack table and I effed away my money like totally, like was getting hammered. I was winning. I was way up. I was way up. And you, you got North Hill hammered. Then I got North Hill. Then I got North Hill. Great hammered. point. It went quick too. It was like going up, up, up. It was almost. It wasn't as bad as the one time I went with TJ and like made like. I, I took five hundred dollars and ended up with like I was up to like thirty grand. I made it up to like thirty grand, and I was playing for like I don't know, probably like two hours long on the same table. One card blackjack, one deck card, one deck blackjack, and this wasn't as bad as that, but it was close. And I started with more, like yeah, way more. Yeah, I but you got drinks more. at the table, right? Yeah, I did. It's not all lost. I did. I did. Get, but then I go sit with her, and while I'm done, I've lost it all. She's just sitting there, just chugging away, like 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 when when they're counting the coins and stuff like that, and yeah. So she bought a new purse and got the kids a couple things. Like she she won big. Good. Yeah, and so I just became a spectator until 4.30 a.m. Wow. So right now, I, I told her, I was like, yeah, go ahead, stay as long as you like because I'd just be halfway through hour two of our show right now anyway, so it's not like I need to be sleeping on our time off, you know, my time off from the show. Yeah. It's like I'd be an hour two right now anyway. Yeah. So yeah. so have at it. Huh. And, and she had at it. And there you go. Yeah. 
And then we had like 30 minutes of sleep before we had to go to the convention center and sit there all day. All day. All, day. all night. They don't yeah. serve drinks there at the convention center during those they, games? Well, we walked our asses out of the convention <laughs> center to the the <laughs> casino and got the the liver lube, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then walk back in. Hair, what, hair of the dog? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're happy to have you back. Yeah, we thanks, missed man. you. So Appreciate you guys having me back. Man. Yeah. Missed you far. Nice to be missed, man. Appreciate and, and come you guys, on. too. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So would you say yesterday, and I would say this week, is an NFL agent's favorite time of the year? 
to just be truthful and honest about the <laughs> length and terms of these contracts that are handed out. I mean, this is yeah. life-changing stuff here. And everything we see, all the reports, all of that is accurate, correct? As far as agents go <laughs> and, and what is out there? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, just, you know, like some of the terms, like the length of these four-year deals, these five-year deals. Do you remember when Geno Smith was announced as a three-year, $105 million deal? Well, yeah. And you come to find out, we were $30 million off. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty significant. That is right? significant. <laughs> like a three-year, seventy-five million dollar deal versus a three-year, one hundred five million dollar deal. That hits different to everyone. Like to the player, obviously the agent, but even the team. They're like, "Wait, what? One hundred five? Like we we didn't sign him to that." <laughs> I mean, that was what was reported. Like you can Google search that. That that's not. I mean, this this stuff happens all the time, and even more than that. Like just look at the guarantees it's signing. That's usually how this works. And, and the total guarantees, there's probably a portion that's you know, in there for injury only, which means if the player gets to a certain point after a year or two, th- those guarantees aren't guarantees to him. You know, the team can move on, and, and this is that time of year where agents will blow up everyone in the media to report these deals, and a year or two from now, some of these players are not even on these teams. Yet we're, we're you know, lauding them as big signings and it's going to change the course of this, this organization. It happens every single year. You have to think about this logically. If you have a player that you don't want to leave, you are extending him or you're going to tag him and trying to buy more time to find a way of extending him. You are not letting him get to free agency if he means that much to your team. So that, that's the tough part I have when I, you're always looking at these things. <sighs> they pulled a plug on Geno Smith in a heartbeat. Like, just know that. Like, super quickly, they'll pull it on on Geno. It ain't working out. He ain't that. He gone. Like, that's gonna be a quick one. If if he doesn't continue to play at a high level, and then for what it's worth, I mean, maybe that's how it's supposed to be. You know, at this point in in somebody's career, that you know, that's it, where he's at. But. In terms of of where things are with free agency and how things are being handled, I feel like there's like an interesting – this year was a more interesting approach with the whole franchise tag because, to me, I feel like if you don't want to let a guy go, I'm on the same page as you don't let them hit free agency. But if we haven't gotten a deal done yet and I want this guy on my team – I'm giving you an exclusive franchise tag. I don't even want anyone to feel as though they can, you know, wine and dine you and take you out and 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 show you that they can perform better than I can. Like I don't want you to perform better than me. I don't I don't want you to show them a better time. I don't want them to know that there's better out there. You know, when you're about to be left, the one thing that a person will say to you You'll never find somebody that'll love you the way that I did. Like, like that's always what people say with their parting words. And then more often than not, they probably do. You know, and it's like kind of like for me, this has just been interesting how many people got the non-exclusive franchise tag. And and I know like all the conversations surrounding, you know, if, if it's collusion and all this other stuff that's going on with some of the players that are out there. But I've kind of taken a like a little bit, uh, I guess, different angle on how I'm looking at it. I think these in such a new age of how things are being done and looking at other sports and how they handle things. It's almost like 
if I'm looking at it and I'm the NFL, I'm like, look, man, we've done we've done the most ridiculous, amazing thing ever, which is we have set a standard and a precedence where we don't guarantee contracts. Like nobody else is doing that. You know, if it's basketball, like you look at all of these conversations about load management. Well, da 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 this, da 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 that. Well, you know what, basketball players, you know, you listen to what Charles Barkley had to say and other guys, and they're talking about load management. These contracts are guaranteed, and the, and the numbers are astronomically high. So your motivation is what it is. Like if you want to self-preserve yourself, if you don't feel like going out and playing 70-some games a year, you're not going to do it. And it's because you can't do anything about it. Like win, lose, or draw. Like our team is losing. We need you. This, that, and the other. I don't care. I'm not playing. I'm done for tonight. Like I'm done for this week. Like I'm not doing this game. Like my knee is a little sore. You know, people was like – we talked so many times about how how athletes like persevere and do so many different things. More often than not, we're persevering and we're pushing through because we're trying we're ultimately seeking the ultimate reward of what it is that we're doing, which is getting paid for what we do. Oh, this guy's jaw is broken. He's going to play. This guy's nose is his nose is broken. He's going to play. He's got torn cartilage. Look, he came back. His toe is broke. He's going to play. And you played because you wanted to keep your job. You didn't want to lose your job, and you wanted to get paid. It's different now. And and this this approach to the, the non-exclusive franchise tag, I just wonder. It's and, and I just wonder if they're doing this now in a in a, in an attempt to basically like look. It's not going to be better somewhere else, and if it is. It's still not what you think it's going to be. It's like almost like let's do it this way so we can let it play out in a public court of, of opinion where you say, listen, you could have the whatever it, whatever opinion you want to have, but this is what it's going to be. It's not going to go beyond this, and we're taking our stand right here. And I wonder, if, I, I just wonder moving forward, you know, you got Burrow coming up. You got you got Herbert coming up. You got you got all these guys coming up. Like, what what does the future look like in terms of how contracts are going to be done? Do are you, they going to be ex- unexclusive, non-exclusive franchise tag players? Do you guys remember the first time you had a negotiation or a contract in the NFL where you said, "Oh, it's like that." Oh, okay. Like to where the terms were maybe not everything that you thought they were going to be, or a team tried to short you on this, or a negotiation got a Bro, little bit feisty. Do, do you know who you're talking to about a contract going wrong. Am I? I'm I'm probably in the top five of contracts going wrong in the National Football League. Well, so. what is Elvis Doomerville in the fax machine? Where does that stop? Oh yeah, that was bad too. That yeah. was an interesting one. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> a six point five million dollar bone, a roster bone is missing, and them saying that it was never there, and that taking my average down the way that it did is that's as bad as it gets, and it is what it is. I so yes, I have had that moment as it as it applied <laughs> like, to contracts. I can't even. Like, I don't know. That's why when I see the deals that are handed out yesterday and then you like do you search, you know, digging deep enough on like the Geno Smith contract and it's only a one year deal. I just go, 
Man, like, like, what, what are, like, how do those teams present the terms of this and try and, like, oh, you know, listen, uh, it's a three-year deal. We're going to give you this then, and, and we can get out of it after a year. But don't worry about it. We got this on the back end. We, I just wonder, like, do they fast talk you to try and skip past all the other fine print that is the reality of the situation, or is it, hey, it's all love, everything's good to go, and this don't, is what we're going to give you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for some guys. This is what we're going to give you. Like, and if you continue to play well, like, he's only played one good year with the Seattle Seahawks. Why would they? Why would they go out of their way to give a crazy ass contract to a guy? You're not sure if this was a a Cinderella situation, and the pumpkin goes back at midnight. Or he actually can be your long. I don't think anybody's looking at him as a a, a foregone conclusion. He's your long term solution. The, the toughest part about this is, you know, for him, he's played so long at this point. I mean, he, he's thirty three years old, and he has his best season at thirty two. And and so, is anyone out there going to look at him and say, okay, like we really want to invest into him to be our long term starter? Well. You know, the the reality is long-term at this point in time in his career isn't that long, and especially considering his track record. So the problem is he's got to have another year where it's another prove-it year. So he signs a three-year deal. It's essentially a one-year deal with two years thrown the back end of it, and he has to go out and prove it again. Now, the issue with it is if he does, which, the, you know, the organization giving him an extension, it looks good on the outside. The reality is they're like, yeah, we have team control now. They can trade him. They can restructure it, give him a little bit more. But there's no ties to him. I mean, his cap hits the next two. First off, his cap hit this year is only $10 million because he got a, a signing bonus, obviously, to go along with this deal, which helps limit the impact on the actual salary cap. But the next two seasons, like, they can move on from him. There's really no ties. I mean, the, 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 the dead cap hits – pretty insignificant but the the problem is, is like what organization is going to say oh yeah at this age we're going to invest heavily into him i mean rich gannon was is, is one of the first that comes to mind that i believe won nfl mvp at what 30 31 yeah he was older yeah. And, and and at that point like his his career wasn't as established but he was able to do it that year with the raiders and burdo could probably chime in on this i, I believe he was what 30 31 burdo and I just I remember always hearing that like that's what they would tell quarterbacks like hey if you haven't just think of Rich Gannon you could be the guy to hit it at this point in time in your career and you're like dude no team's going to invest into a quarterback who it's taken this long to establish himself that just doesn't happen like they've moved on you get a first impression in the NFL and after that they've forgotten about you like the whole Geno Smith conversation of hey man like whatever I always said they wrote something I didn't write back or however he phrased it. It's like, well, well, yeah, you got into your 30s and people just kind of looked at you in an entirely different way. And then you have this outlier year and they go, well, wait a second, maybe we missed something here. But they want to see you do it again. And they're going to want to see him do it again. Like the truth of the matter is he's going to have to earn every single year of being a starter for the rest of his career if he's going to prove to them that he's a franchise starter. Gannon, That's how Se- Seattle's going to make him do that and every other team's going to make him do Gannon that. Gannon was 37 when he won MVP. Damn. 37? 37. Damn. Jesus. How about that? <laughs> Blue hen. How about Rich Gannon at 37 with an MVP? Oh. Yeah. 
It's but, rare, but, though. But, but, but that's right. what you're talking you're right. about. You, you, you are on a prove-it like, prove well, contract and, and hold every on, year. By the way. So he, he won the MVP at 37, but he, he became a Pro Bowl caliber player at 34. Yeah. Like, you're essentially looking at like him and Geno Smith in a very similar light, where he played football before he got to that point. And he, it never really became like the guy that you looked at and said, oh, he can help our team potentially go win a Super Bowl. He got to Oakland and, you know, the first season was a 500 season. But after that, they started to light it up. He becomes the MVP at, at age 37. And, 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 that's, and that's what like the story you're trying to tell here. And so he's going to have to string together some really, really good football. But he has to earn it every single year. Every year. year. Yep. Every game, in fact. Every game. Yeah, and that's just that's the reality of it. Because they're still in a position to draft a guy to replace them. And by the way, the Draymond Jones signing in Seattle, kind of some tea leaves into what they're maybe thinking. Like now I look at that first-round pick at five, and I think they either are looking to trade back or they might be looking at saying we'll take the best defender available, which will probably be an edge player. Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson, um, whoever you want to throw in that conversation. But – even that signing kind of leads me to think, okay, they're probably looking at that pick differently than how we're looking at that pick on the outside. Because we were talking like, well, shoot, Seattle could end up with Jalen Carter, you know, and they still have another a first round pick that they could take a quarterback if one slides. Now you look at it and say, well, it's not Jalen Carter, but it's probably going to be another defensive player if they stay put. And the market has spoken on Jalen Carter. I mean, I know I wasn't in to talk about, you know, the, the Bears trading out of the, the number one draft pick, but the market has spoken. And there's a team, a team you, like – Wait, team did you, like, you did talk about it, though, last yeah, week, Yeah, you talked you? about it, didn't you? I, I talked about them probably not needing to trade out of the number one pick. No, I think you did. You talked about it. Was what that did, how Oh, y'all had this queued up. Y'all what, were waiting what, what, Chicago what to have the number one draft pick. They haven't had it in – I don't know if they've ever had it. Or ever. I just don't see them trading out of it. I, I think they'll take the best player available, and they don't need a quarterback. So they're going to probably take Carter at number one. I right, mean, that's, I, that's I just, just – I don't know why. The market has spoken on Jalen Carter. Why do they got to air you out like Chicago. that? I mean, you come back and they got to air you out well, like that. I, also, all that all that soundbite says is I should be the GM for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> that's all that says. Like, you take – they're not good enough to just be trading. I know everybody's excited. Oh, they brought in uh, Robbie Anderson and they're this and they're going to be – they're going to be – DJ, DJ Who Moore. even cares? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're going to be the same exact team they were this year. Take the best player. Take the same exact play. Take take a player that can change the 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 fortunes of of your franchise. You know, you got the number one pick. You haven't had the pick in ever, and you trade out of it. Here's the hard part about the history of that with the Bears. Not that they had the number one pick when they took Tommy Harris, but Tommy Harris was an unbelievable D tackle. Right, he got hurt. And he, and he kind of never came back as the same player. Nope. I mean, Jonas, I know you're a Bears fan. So you Ma- probably... Mar- I was at the game. He suffered the injury against Mark Colombo and the Cowboys. I was at yeah. that game. I mean, ultimately, what they have to do and need to do is, is see if they've got a quarterback in fields. Like, they are now in the position of what the Dolphins were in, where the Dolphins brought in Tyree Kill, and they said, okay, like, let's see if you can be the guy for a year. They obviously liked the progress they saw in fields. And they're like, if we can get him more weapons, they've now got DJ Moore, they have Darnell Mooney, they have Chase Claypool, they've got Cole Komet, and then if we get more picks to help build up the offensive line, help help on defense. Obviously, by the way, they're paying out linebackers left and right. Yes, they did. So they're trying to they're trying to build out the defense. But if they can take that ninth pick 
and roll it into, you know, one of, you know, a number of different either cornerback or potentially an edge rusher, which there's definitely some capable ones sitting up there at the top or the top 10. I think it's a good move for them. Like, I think that's where they're at. Their, their roster is so devoid of talent. They need help everywhere. And, and look, they, they're, they're trying to get that done. It's much easier said than done. And one offseason isn't going to change the entire thing. I'll say this. The market has now spoken on Jalen Carter. Because now you look at the draft order. If you look at the draft order, where does he now go? High, well, as it well, stands, he, he unless somebody trades. Arizona's sitting at three. Okay, at three. Um, but Arizona's already – Albert Breer had a, a column that out yesterday. That they might trade, huh? Yeah, that, that Arizona yeah, was actually that, the other team that That's Carolina where I disagree. The market to. has nothing to do with Jalen Carter. What it has to do with quarterbacks. I mean, you and I both know, like, it, it's – every team's trying to solve that solution – and and that's that's what they're that that's what may happen. Like if you see quarterbacks go one two three, to me it's not an indictment on Jalen Carter. It's it, it's more of an indictment on the franchises that are trading up, saying we're desperate. We need to solve this problem. We think these prospects are guys that can come be the franchise quarterback for yeah, us. But that is the market, though, because it, to me, if you have the number one rated guy, supposedly, um, it doesn't matter. Out, it's it's not a quarterback. Correct. Like, I, I don't. I, that's I don't correct. Care. Like, like, even if it's a Hall of Fame or D tackle, they're, they're, you're going to look at them and say, "Yeah, but like that's only going to help us so much." Like, we we need to have a quarterback if we don't have one. And that's always going to it's a weighted average. It's always going to be more valuable. Yeah, but if you have a for sure guy at, at a different position, he's going number one. He's going number no. one. I'm telling you that that's any year that there there has been that it's been a team drafting that doesn't need a quarterback. If there's a team that's drafting number one and needs a quarterback, they're they're not taking another guy just because he's the number one overall prospect. No, I get what you're saying, but what I'm again, when I say the market is spoken on Jalen Carter, he's not up. Uh, he's it, it, for for the Bears to not need a quarterback and them to trade out and not take him. The, it, it says that we don't need them or we can go no, in a different direction other, another team's willing to trade up and, and give us you know considerable draft comp and, and and compensation for what we need so we're we're willing to trade out of it the, the sto- uh, i don't the story, think they're good i don't think they're that good the, the story is the bears felt like there were seven blue chip prospects in this draft they need talent everywhere on the roster and they felt like as long as they can still stay within range they're going to get a guy that's going to be an impact they're not going to get Jalen carter now who knows? So, he could drop. Who knows? We don't well, know what's going to happen. And, and they, that, I mean, things. clearly, I don't. And, and they could also probably they might be able to move up as well too. I mean, they got extra draft capital. They can move up with Seattle oh. at five. Be sitting there. So again, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I, I I went through it and and I saw it, and there were a lot of good quarterbacks. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the greatest quarterback ever was a player was in our draft. It, like there wasn't a quarterback taken. I don't know. Who was even the first quarterback taken? I don't even know. But the bottom line is, again, I, I'm looking through the history of of the draft. I mean, if there's a guy that that is a guy at the position, it's he's a different going. Game now. Kajana so. Carter went what number two overall? He got number one. He went number one. Yeah. I mean, it's a different a game back, now. No one's, no one's drafting a like, running back. Yeah, I no mean, one's I drafting that high. No one, no one's looking at any other position because, and that's why you see it's quarterbacks, it's going to be edge rushers, it's going to be cornerbacks, it's going to be tackles, it's going to be wide receivers. It, that's I mean, the, that's primarily the first round. Honestly, it's going to be a edge or a tackle or a quarterback. Like that's it. 
an edge, a edge quarterback and a tackle. Well, you'll see cornerbacks and wide receivers too. You'll not not number one. No, no, not number one. Not number but one. You, but, but you'll see it. I mean, hell, we had Calvin Johnson number two back, and that was you know, 15 years ago, 16 years ago, whatever it is. Yeah. No, Tishon went number one. But I'm just saying, like, what will never change? Edge, tackle, quarterback. That's number one. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. We do have uh, some news out of the NFL because the Atlanta Falcons have got a new quarterback on the roster. Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Taylor Heineke gets a two-year deal, according to reports, worth up to $20 million. All right. So the Atlanta Falcons have, uh, have got Taylor Heineke there to apparently compete it, with Desmond Ritter. Is that a, okay, I was about to say, is that a starting contract bringing him in, or is that a no. he's a backup to Desmond Ritter contract? It could be a backup to their draft pick, depending on what they do. Oh. I, mean, I, I just I, – I'm, I'm – Desmond Ritter is a he's a good kid. He checks a lot of boxes. Uh, and check this stat. I don't think he's thrown a touchdown pass yet, has he? Uh, let me double check that for you. Have he started what four or five games? Let's see. What I mean, it, it just it, it felt like last year. I got the call a game from watching their offense. Two touchdown passes. He has two. Okay. Yeah. Right at the end of the season. Yeah. It just it felt like they were trying to avoid almost. Him making a bad bad play. Yeah, that that and really just not putting him in a position where he had to throw a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I and I know they they felt like the strength of their team was running the football, but it, I just it didn't seem like in a league where it's it's all about whether or not you can stretch the field and compete with the guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, et cetera. It did not feel that way necessarily uh, watching their tape. Like they're going to be able to compete with those teams ever. They use a third round pick. Like that's why. Like just the idea. I mean, I know people want to, you know, look at the Lamar Jackson stuff and say, well, you know, they should be in on Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, clearly they're not, and maybe they're going to be moving up. Maybe they look at Arizona sitting at three as a potential uh, possibility that they could move up to. But I, I am – this is kind of an important year for Arthur Smith. I mean, it's year three. He's six games under five hundred through the first two years of his of his coaching career in, in Atlanta, and it feels like they've got weapons there. There's talent on offense that they can work with. I just I, I'd be surprised if they go into this upcoming season with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke but as their quarterbacks. Were, I mean, they were somewhat of a competitive team last year. Like they didn't win a lot, but they didn't lose terribly. They didn't lose bad. Which is, I, I know that's like a horrible caveat, but it, I just I just felt like this was a team that was maybe missing a quarterback. They were a quarterback away from being a team that could pull off one one possession losses. You know, that's that's I felt like the Atlanta Falcons were a, a better team than what their record would would state. So and and you had some key injuries as well to that team. So it's it's a curious pickup because a lot of people in Washington felt as though Taylor Tyler Taylor 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 could be the starter for for them and and almost why wouldn't you give him a fair opportunity to be the starter and and that's from players. So I th- I think it's interesting that he would go there and and whatever the situation is going to be because there is, I mean I'd, I'd assume there's the opportunity just like what we said about uh, Darnold going going into uh, San Francisco. There's probably probably the opportunity that Heineke gets the the chance to start in Atlanta, whether they draft or whether they go you know with what they already have. That that's a very real possibility. Yeah. Heineke was okay. He wasn't great though last year. I yeah, mean, there's a reason Carson Wentz. He was, gave him hope. 
it's kind of the same thing to me with, with every team you're talking about. Like, if you want to go win a Super Bowl, you have to have someone who could potentially compete with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying you got to be able to, you know, have him be better than him. He's such a rare talent. Like, you're not going to find that. But someone who, could, who can compete and, and maybe two times out of ten be able to play better than him in that matchup or three times out of ten, right? And you have to have a guy with extraordinary talent like a Josh Allen, like a Joe Burrow in many of those cases that can match that or at least in some of those matchups be able to d- display that. And I think that's the challenge is if we were sitting here right now and said, okay, Washington's playing Kansas City in, in the Super Bowl last year. That's an L. Yeah, it's an L. If we if we said this year Atlanta's playing Kansas City in the Super Bowl next year, that's it's an, an L. L. Like I don't I don't so care negative. how Atlanta got I think there. I think outside of Cincinnati, I don't think there's a quarterback out there that can go head to head with with Pat Mahomes right now, Patrick Mahomes. I, and, I, and, I and that's probably the case. But but what I'm saying is like you at least have to have guy a guy who's got the talent enough to be able to have a shot because you know if that game turns into a shootout. You've got to be able to have a guy who gives you a shot at being able to win that game. And, yeah. and that's why, like, say what you want about you know, Derek Carr, and I just might upset Berto, but like, there are some times they go into the Arrowhead and beat him. Yeah, I mean, granted, did. regular season, but there were some times when you saw like, the Raiders be able to go blow to blow you know, with the divisional opponent in the Chiefs. And, and I understand it's different because if it's in the playoffs, we're all picking Kansas City. But there, there's, there's still elements of that. And I think that's why, you know, when you look at a signing like this, you say, okay. You know, what exactly is it? Is it like a stopgap guy to get him through to next year's draft? Is it because they're, they need a backup? They want Ritter to be the guy, but if that doesn't work out, then they're going with Heineke. Are they maybe going to draft a quarterback potentially with where they sit in the top 10? There's just a lot of questions about it. I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't do bad against him in the playoffs. I mean, they were only a hold away from him having a. Yeah, and Hertz is Hertz is in that conversation. Yeah, he's too, in the right? conversation. Yeah, uh, you know, Hertz was the best player guys. on the field in that game. He was, he was, but I, I won't say it was because of throwing the ball. You know, it, it was just everything all around. And then now that that opens up the conversation to a long, larger conversation of who are the quarterbacks that could actually do well enough mobily as well to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. We all know the best defense for a guy like him is having a good offense that has sustained drives, you know, long, long uh, sustained time of possession in the game and protecting the ball. So it, it, there's there's different ways to try to compete with him. But if we're talking apples to apples, I mean, there's really like one or so, you know, questionable outside of one that you would actually say, I'm comfortable with his ability to be able to deliver the ball and get get points on the board to keep up with what they're doing in Kansas City. But, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. I I think it's a, 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 curious, a curious decision by Atlanta. I, I do. And, and if it is Desmond Ritter to begin with, and it is indeed a draft pick that comes in, I, are you carrying three quarterbacks? I mean, you gave them a two-year contract. Are you able to get from under that And right now? Are you able to say, okay, well, we saw what you look like in, in training camp and in, in OTAs and spring ball and preseason, and we we're going to go in a different direction? I mean, I, I think I think drafting a quarterback complicates it for certain. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, what did you guys say? Unless they're, they're going to carry well, three. I, I, no, no, I think they'd keep three. There's no okay. doubt about it. And then if it's a two-year deal, it's probably it's you know one year, and then then we'll see. And with Ritter, you know, he'd be you know already through his second year if they were to do that. So uh, he, he you know he was drafted in the third round, so it's a four-year deal. So it's it's just, it's just a little bit different scenario. I, I think it, it, they're setting themselves up if the right guy falls to them, it's, you know, maybe to look at that guy. But I also think there's going to be a couple teams that look at the long-term play of next year and say, if we happen to be at the top of next year's draft, we're perfectly fine with that because we'll have the chance to have Caleb Williams or Drake May, if not potentially another quarterback in that draft, which right now, and I said this I think yesterday, both those guys will be rated the top two of this class. I'm just I, I just the reason why I'll continue my theme of why I believe it's kind of curious is because I don't think that bringing Heineke in makes them a it doesn't literally improve their team. But I don't think that Ritter is the answer either. So it's it's kind of like if you bring in a draft pick then that you know it's almost like you're hoping that the draft pick can be what he needs to be for your team to improve because otherwise if you're saying okay we're going to wait for the draft pick to develop it, it's okay to to go with Heineke or or Ritter moving moving until that happens I just don't see that like while they're competitive I just don't see them being that extra that extra bit that they need to be winning the games they'll be competitive but maybe not winning those games kind of like this year yeah. Let me get. Let me let me ask you guys something. And this is kind of switching up the subjects, but <clears throat> if you were the Jets, would you not be trying to set yourself up to create as much familiarity with Aaron Rodgers if he was going to be going there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, so we would have like would it help if Alan now? Lazard maybe was going to agree to a deal? Ah, okay. So he just went there. Well, I mean, there's some news that that's coming coming out right now, mm-hmm. but they're working to reach an agreement with. Uh, with Alan Lazard, who is a free agent, which would make some sense, right? He's familiar with Nathaniel Hackett. You know, obviously Rogers is familiar with him. That probably helps that transition. I mean, that maybe this is what Rogers was kind of alluding to, that there were some things that needed to get done. Because there's been some speculation that there could be other players also involved, uh, that maybe Rogers is saying, yeah, I'd like to have, you know, a couple of my guys there. So maybe that's how maybe. The, the release of Braxton Berrios was a little bit interesting to me, in part because I, I think he's a good slot. He's a twitchy guy. He runs good routes, strong hands. He can help out in the return game. But I also then felt like maybe that leaves the door open for Randall Cobb. I mean, and, and obviously, yeah. you know, Rodgers has a huge affinity for Randall Cobb, and um, he's one of the reasons why he was back in Green Bay. So, so maybe that's, that's part of the equation, too, is bringing a couple of receivers that I can depend on immediately I'll work with Garrett Wilson to get more comfortable with him. But, you know, you bring in some of those players that help out, maybe that's part of it. Is there any way he doesn't go to New York? It feels like it's all set up for him, too. We kind of talked about this Monday, LeVar. I just – I keep going back to if he was to retire. Because, I mean, Green Bay doesn't want him back based on what Mark Murphy said. But if he was to retire, he'd be going in the same class as Tom Brady. And so unless he knows something that Brady's going to come back, we don't. I don't know that he wants to finish his career the way last year went, and I don't know that he wants to be in the same Hall of Fame class as Brady. I'm just wondering if some way, somehow, the Aaron Rodgers 
deal falls apart and he doesn't end up in New York, what does New York do? What's what's plan B? If I, if I was them, I'd mortgage my entire draft to trade up and take one of these quarterbacks. Wow. Every single pick. Yeah, there's not a lot of options Zach out Wilson, there. God bless you, bro. Unless you can sell a Tom Brady on the idea of hating Bill Belichick so much that he wants to be a Jet. Which just seems that, like they patch things up. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. So it's Rodgers or Buzz. It's basically. unfortunate. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.